episode two of a podcast that now has a name and didn't yes. before. Yeah. Welcome to, uh, what was it again? Flutter Twattle. Yeah, no. I, I <laughs> is, it, is it Twattle or Twattle? I thought oh, it was Oh, that's twattle. a great question. Oh, oh no. shit. We I thought it was like, you thought it was Twattle. <laughs> I thought it was. Twattle, you see, I feel yeah. like I feel like I feel like I'm. I feel like twattle is like the southern pronunciation. Like that should be how I say it. And like you're from oh. like northern England, so like like it's like castle and castle, or bath and bath. Yeah, yes. exactly. Because I'm. Oh, I don't I'm, know. I I'm kind of generally posh and say castle <laughs> and bath and. Yes. Um, and I'm generally uh, northern and say different but, things. But if I'm, I'm if I'm in the north for more than five seconds, I switch. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how fickle I am. I just switch immediately. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, welcome mm. to episode two. Thank you yes. very much for listening. Um, mm-hmm. But before we kick off, Tom, I think mm. it's probably probably worth saying that it's it's a strange week in which to be recording a podcast, um, and. Uh, very much in in the forefront of our minds are, are our uh, friends in in the Flutter community who are affected by the situation in Ukraine at the moment, um, and we are thinking about you if you mm. if you are listening. If even if they're not listening, we're thinking about you. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we hope you're all staying safe and uh, and that everyone, uh, yeah, everyone stays safe and yes. stuff. So yeah, we are. We're thinking about you, but. Uh, we wanted to just acknowledge that before we uh, before yeah. we started the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, bit of a weird week. Yeah, but it feels it feels weird, doesn't it? Trying to be, I don't know. We're we're trying to be fairly silly on this podcast, and yes. uh, but but then at times I think we also you know have room to light and shade, right? Of of like being serious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it feels very weird, and um, it's a very very difficult week. I know you know. Some of my colleagues here have already said that they're, you know, finding it difficult and it's it's very stressful yeah. for everyone. So, yeah, I think, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's important to, to think about this, but yeah. So, anyway, yeah. that, that mm. said, yeah. uh, we've already given ourselves some homework, which is to find out how to pronounce the name of our podcast. <laughs> right, we need to get, uh, like, <laughs> Susie Dent. That's a reference that no one outside Britain will get. I, I'm not even sure I get that. What? I'm, so, I'm from not, Countdown. You know, the uh, lexicon. Oh! Like, you know. The, the lady with the dictionary in Countdown. Exactly. Who exactly. looks up all the words that were. If, if, if they're like, yes. oh, is this really a word? Then Susie Dent will be like, yes, because I've mm. just found it in this big Oxford English dictionary. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she's an expert on. I, I imagine she knows how to say the words as well. I, don't, yeah. I hope so. But yeah. Yeah, can can she I, use every word in the English language in a sentence? Yes, that's the question. Yeah, yeah. I now want Twattle to come up on or yeah. Twattle to come up on Countdown, <laughs> which is a which is a game show where you do anagrams and and maths and stuff. It's yeah, yes. in, in the UK. It's fantastic. Um, it is. It is. <laughs> but yeah, that's our homework. It is. Um, what's been going on with you, Tom? Uh, good question. Um, I've had a really good month, actually. We're, you know, we're right at the end of February here, um, and um, I've been working on a really cool new Flutter app, which we started at the beginning of January, which I guess I probably shouldn't say quite what it is yet, but uh, we will be able to next month. Um, and yeah, really excited about it. Like, And, and 
It's really, you know, it's interesting for me because this has been the first ever project in my career where I've started the project, like as in, like literally gone file new. <laughs> I realised oh that, that, yeah, every other every other project, I like, has already been going, even if it's for like a month oh. or so at the time I arrived. So, like, I was like, oh my god, I get to pick everything at the start. Well, like that's in, so in, good in in collaboration with my colleague. Um, yes, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, and it, it it's been amazing and. Um, uh, it has, frankly, like amazed me uh, how fast, like, again, how fast Flutter is, and and how quick yeah. we have got kind of a first version of the app going. Um, yeah, it's been awesome. So that's very cool. Yeah, and you yeah. were you starred in the <laughs> Flutter two dot ten announcement. <laughs> I did, I did. Yes, I. Do you know? I wasn't sure if that was going to make it into it, um, but uh, yes. Me, me, and Dash. Um, there was like a three-second clip of me uh, because <laughs> uh, part of that. So uh, part of that announcement was um, the first version of the camera plugin for Windows, which um, yeah, we did. Um, uh, my colleague Jonas um, did an absolutely amazing job of getting the first version. Uh, done for that using stuff that I have no idea about. Like it's like C plus plus and graphics wizardry that oh, I wow. just I, I have no idea. I just no. yeah. Um and and yeah, uh, they asked for a little clip. Uh, Google asked for a little tip, a clip of our, of of seeing the video um, in action. And I spent way too long posing with Dash on my own <laughs> late at night in the office. Like. <laughs> Like yeah, I mean it was mostly Dash, you know. Dash, yes. she's uh, she's very you know particular about getting yeah. the right angle and, and bit, of, like bit that, of a diva. So. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. yeah, I need to I need to get myself a Dash one day. Mm, yeah, I well we have an office Dash and I actually got a personal home Dash now. You've so got your I'm, own I'm, Dash. Yeah, Goodness although this feels me. like. This feels a bit like you know talking about like Santa Claus that like you know the shopping centre ones. Like they're they're real Santas as well. Like there's there's not just one dash. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, at some point, I'll tell the story of what happened at Flutter Europe um, with <laughs> Dash and me. <laughs> that sounds even worse than what it actually is. <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like not telling us the story is worse than yeah, telling us the story. I I agree. I agree. <laughs> Um, okay, you're just going to so, leave it there. Oh, I, know shall, shall I, I don't know. What do you, sh- shall I? Shall yeah. I say? I now feel. Yeah, you, okay, can, you can't leave it hanging now. Um, at Flutter Europe, there were there were some drinks after the I think first night of the conference, and um, I had a couple of beers. Uh, there were some you know free beer tokens around, and um, there was a, there was I believe it's called the Mega Dash. Like it's the dash you can get into. Like like you know the, the like the, you know the, the uh, full body like suit. Yes, um, and. <laughs> I should not be saying this on the podcast. Um, and there, there might have been a pole in this like nightclub place. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh no! And the people were people taking turns of, of putting the dash costume on and doing some dancing. Um, but yeah, I I took it to a level that I may be a little ashamed of, and I would like to <laughs> apologise to, especially you know the Flutter team and um, any. Anyone responsible for Flutter branding, especially, I, I mm. ruined the brand, and I'm very yes. glad that uh, for a, yeah. for a hand, handful of people in a in a mm. bar. Yeah, I mean, it was nothing. Dash is ruined forever. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. it wasn't that bad. It wasn't no. that bad. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's my that's my dash story. 
kind of kind of thinking I'd rather you hadn't told that story now because I can't unsee that in my mind. Um, yeah, and the, I think there might be a video, uh, but <laughs> let, <laughs> let's let's let, let's let's not go there. Um, I will. <laughs> If you piss me off, I'll send you the video as like punishment. Okay. <laughs> so you can never unsee it. Um, <laughs> burn, it will burn itself onto my mind forever. Yeah, yeah. Whenever I think about Flutter, all I'll see is just you exactly. in, a, in a dash costume dancing yeah. on a pole. Yeah. Well, sorry. Um, there we go. How about um, you? What have you I, been up to? Well, apart from just now contemplating a fundamental career change. Sorry. Yes. Uh, no, it's. It, I, I've been doing okay. We we have. Uh, we I think we are about to sell our first kind of Flutter mobile plus web project. Oh, which is very exciting. exciting! Yeah, yeah. We kind of we we had one uh, that was that that we'd kind of inherited. Um, that was a lot of fun to work with. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, going to be building one. Hopefully, going to be building one from scratch. Um, in the not too distant future, which I'm really looking forward to. Cool. Um, I feel like we've kind of nailed down our ability to do mobile apps, and I think it will mm-hmm. be a very interesting challenge to kind of make build something that's more adaptable mm. and yeah. uh, responsive. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, looking forward to it. I've never, well, I've I kind of built small websites before in mm-hmm. like actual. Well, I, I was going to say an actual web framework. Flutter is an actual web framework. Let's not. Flutter is a real yeah. web, web framework. Yes. But I'm talking about things that, that things like um, Vue and React and stuff. Yeah. I've written yeah. little Vue apps before. Um, so I feel like building building websites, no matter what kind of framework you are using, um, comes with some like interesting considerations that you don't always have to think about when you're building a mobile app mm-hmm. um yeah like i guess if if you're like an android developer you are thinking about different screen sizes obviously because yeah. you have to because there are like millions of different android screens but when you're building a website you the, the, the person using the website has to be able to like resize and reshape the web page mm, yep. to any anything you want and it has to not break like mm. and and it has to it has to do that while the app is running inside the website it can't, you mm-hmm. can't just like yep. you know, build it once and reboot it has to be totally responsive which is mm-hmm. really really nice and i think in in my limited experience with flutter on the web flutter seems to handle it really really nicely um but yeah it's the, the, there's a lot to think about there when you like building your widgets and stuff, mm. um, so but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be really interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then of course, since well, yes, since last we spoke, uh, Flutter two dot ten got announced. Mm. Yeah, um, with with as as we've already discussed, a, a, a subtle and insignificant contribution by Tom uh, on the. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> on, that was, on the keynote. Yes, it was, absolutely. It, was fun, it really was insignificant, and I do genuinely feel guilty about it because I didn't do really any of the work there. <laughs> and I was like, I got. The, but you got to be in the video. I got the, to be the face of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But, um, but yeah, Flutter's on Windows now, which is astonishing. Mm. I was, uh, I was yeah. quite surprised about this actually, because for some, for some reason, I had assumed that macOS would go stable first. Mm-hmm. Um, I yep. didn't. 
I didn't realize that Windows was as far along as it was mm. and, and that ready to go stable. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm curious about uh, kind of how much stuff must have been going on like behind the scenes with with like your team working on the camera plugin and mm. stuff, like how yep. much of that has been going on and for how long to get us to this point where Windows support is stable because Windows mm. is not... Windows is not an easy operating system to to develop nope. things for. Absolutely like, not. No, and um, yeah, I think Flutter supports like maybe five major versions of Windows as well. Like that. That's you know that's a lot of stuff to to support. And might and be like the huge... most backwards compatible thing that you can build yeah. a Windows app with right now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because you know I think generally, um, well, certainly Apple tend to you know, deprecate APIs quite a lot, certainly more than Microsoft. Microsoft are like the the, the backwards compatibility yeah. kings, aren't they? Of just like, <laughs> we will support everything forever. Yeah. Um, which kind of, I feel like that sometimes maybe harms them quite a bit in terms of, um, I mean, I, you know, I, I'm talking to you on a Windows PC that I upgraded to Windows 11, uh, like last week. And it's like, this still feels very strange with bits of like, you know, XP still hanging around, probably for backwards compatibility. Um, yep. But yeah, um, I know that the Flutter team have been incredibly busy um, working on this, and and uh, some people in particular have, have just been doing an amazing job at uh, getting this stable, um, and it's taken a lot of work. It's 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 complicated stuff, and and particularly. You know, I don't. I don't think desktop support was planned when Flutter. I mean, definitely when Flutter was originally started, it was supposed to be a yeah. web framework initially. I think, and and then it kind of uh, became mobile. I, I think that's right. I think I've heard that. And um, I, I think at the point, you know, they did mobile. I'm not sure how early on they thought about doing desktop. And so to add that to a to a mobile framework and have it work, have it work well, have the APIs not feel that, you know, that weird. Sometimes it feels a little bit odd of like, you know, things like on tap, um, mm -hmm. that kind of method handler. It's like, well, I guess so. Um, but it works. It works really well. Um, and I'm really excited to see what people are going to build with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, it, it, like I was saying in the last episode, I think it's just going to lead to just pe people actually caring more about building good desktop software um, and it, it's, I think it's going to contribute towards mm. something that's already going on a little bit, um, which is, you know, a lot of desktop apps have been a bit stagnant over the last few mm. years, and and they just mm. the the established companies who build like desktop software. I'm thinking like Adobe and Microsoft and stuff. Mm -hmm. Their products have just been getting like bigger and bigger and more and more bloated, and they're mm -hmm. very expensive yeah. and that sort of thing and now we're seeing um as as apple has been pushing the ipad as a professional uh mm. like machine cheaper mm -hmm. and like nicer software has been coming out for the ipad i'm thinking about things like procreate and mm -hmm. luma fusion and, and things like that and I, I think once that kind of software this kind of lean lightweight probably cheaper uh stuff comes out from companies that don't have all the like baggage that adobe mm. and microsoft have i think once that starts to to come to the desktop more i think it will uh that there'll be quite a lot of change going on in desktop software which i'm very excited for 
Um, so, yep. yeah. Speaking of speaking of fun desktop software, I got mm. a chance to try the new uh, JetBrains uh, text editor slash IDE. Do you know about this? I do not know. It's, What's it's this? Called, oh, it's very exciting. It's called Fleet. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's like, so, so you know, you know, JetBrains, right? They make yep. um, uh, IntelliJ and yeah. by extension, like uh, Android, Android Studio yeah. is yeah. built yeah, on yeah. top of IntelliJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also make the Kotlin programming language mm. and like all the, you know, the IntelliJ family of IDEs like PyCharm mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things. Um, so they have come out with a new piece of software, which is called uh, Fleet, and it's they're, they're kind of pitching it as a, a as an app that can kind of switch between being a lightweight text editor and like a full featured IDE just with a button. So mm-hmm. you th- there's like a switch at the top that's like yeah, IDE mode or smart mode or whatever. Um, but it's the the one of the selling points is that uh, it's like fully native. In a way that obviously VS Code is, as we talked about last time, it's an Electron yeah. app, mm-hmm. um, which obviously comes with its drawbacks. Mm, um, yeah. Although you know VS Code is an extremely well optimized and well built piece of software. Absolutely, uh, Fleet is like built from the ground up natively, and okay, that is so, pretty appealing. So is it yeah. cross platform? <coughs> excuse me, cross platform still? Then I think so. Um, like. Yeah, I think it's Windows and ah, Mac and Linux. I'm just having a look. Okay, it looks quite VS Code-y. It's extremely VS. You can kind of tell yeah, that that's what yeah. they're going for. Okay. Um, because obviously, like, the IntelliJ family of um, of IDEs is obviously extremely popular and has mm-hmm. been around for a very long time. Mm. And I think is starting to fall into this that category of desktop software that I was talking about a minute ago, mm-hmm. like the quite yeah. heavy... Um, you know, Android Studio takes a few seconds to, like, maybe maybe ten or fifteen seconds to boot up for me now to to load yeah. in a project and like yeah, sync yeah. all the all the Gradle stuff and and do all that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think I think Fleet is just JetBrains saying, okay, if we would if we were just going to start again, what would what would we build? And and that's mm. what they've come up with, um, which looks cool, very interesting. That is a bold move by them. I'm uh, like, that's great. Yeah, I, this yeah. has completely passed me by. Um, awesome. It looks really good. I'm I'm excited by this. Um, yeah. Does definitely. it have Flutter support yet? Uh, it's not listed as a no. supported. So Dart isn't listed as a supported language, but it does no. support the language server kind yeah, of protocol, yeah, yeah. which is like a, a fairly standard thing. So yes. it should, it, in theory, there's no reason why it couldn't support yeah. Dart and Flutter in the future. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Oh, I also, it support, sorry, sorry, I just noticed, it, like it supports like Google Docs, like multiplayer editing kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, interesting. Cool. It's, it's very good. It, it's looking looking very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I interrupted you. That's okay. Yeah, and I was just going to say uh, that there are. It, it seems like there's a lot of activity going on in this space because um, Panic, which is mm, a company, yeah. uh, what do they do? They make. Well, they make the all sorts of interesting yeah, things. Yeah, all kinds of things. Um, well, they. Um, 
I can't remember any of their stuff. Like it, they make a, a like an FTP client. Yeah. Um, do they do do they do BB Edit as well? Or is uh, I can't remember. Transmit is there. Like you know that's that's been around on Mac for ever yeah. um and then they uh i mean then they did untitled goose game <laughs> like if you yes. know that like they've done games and they've recently uh released a uh, like a um, handheld like game boy style um game system which is awesome uh but yeah they 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 used to do i used to use their when i i did some web development ages ago and they used to have something called coder which was That's a, the kind one of I'm a code of. editor yeah yeah which was quite cool and like big amongst like the 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 mac crowd a while ago mm. but then it got old and like became yeah just not really yes. a, a thing that people liked anymore because it was so kind of again it was heavy it was a bit slow and, and yeah. stuff um, so, so yeah so they are uh or, or have released a uh a, a piece of software called nova mm. um which is again like a fully native it's ma- it's exclusive to the mac this time mm-hmm. um, yep. because it's you know panic does is, it does mac exclusive stuff but again yeah. it's like a fully native fully mac kind of uh, mac themed mac optimized ide/text yeah. um, editor and this one does have a flutter plugin nice um there's a couple of like missing features at the moment i tried it out this week um and like we we use uh flutter version manager fvm in all of our mm-hmm. projects um yep. because we have a lot of projects and we you know it just makes things much easier to yeah. deal with yeah, yeah absolutely. um and obviously if you have fvm in vs code you need to configure vs code in a particular way so that it's pointing yep. at the right version of flutter um mm-hmm. And Nova doesn't let you do that yet, so that's kind right. of um, a bit of a deal breaker for me at the moment. But mm. I'm hoping that the the guy who's making the extension, it's an open source extension. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping that support for FVM will be added at some point fairly mm. soon, mm. Um, because Nova does seem like a really, really nice, um, really, really nice uh, IDE text editor. Yeah. I I mean I I'm I'm a bit concerned that I'm about to say this, but it it looks it looks quite sexy. It does look quite sexy. Like, is that too far? Like it it no. looks it looks like like yeah. It launches very very quickly. There's mm. some pretty animations. Yeah, I like the font choices that they have and the icons and um, that kind of thing. There, it just it's just a it's just a very very nice piece of software. It feels very Mac OS. Mm. Uh, yep. kind of native in terms of the way that it is styled and, and that sort of thing. Um, mm. So I really like it. I'm excited for when um, that Flutter plugin gets yeah. FVM support because I'm going to probably switch to it and mm-hmm. see see if I can full, full-time it. Because, yeah. you know, I, I like trying different things, even if it, it fundamentally slows me down. And <laughs> makes yeah, makes no, life I do as well. because yeah, shiny yeah. things, shiny things. Well, are fun. I, I think I think it's important that you know it's really easy to become um, just stuck and like use the same tools for forever um, and never try new things. And I yeah, this, these look these both look really exciting, and it, it's yeah. great to have innovation in, in this um, area. Yeah, yeah. cool. I, I do cool. think the big thing 
Yeah, I, I think the big thing is though things like plugins, right? Like the language server is awesome, and the fact that it works across your different programming languages and different IDEs. Yeah. But it's things like the the VS Code plugins that would stop me from maybe moving. Um, yeah. I guess that's something that these editors could potentially support. I guess that would be a pain, though, to like you know, uh, to to have that IDE um, like the API of, of, of VS Code, I guess. Um, but mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing which I think would be difficult here for me at least there's not that yeah. much and i'm sure it will be easy to to reproduce but it's kind of that side of the infrastructure and like the the debugging as well like that's i mean that's part of the, the language server right but like things like yeah maybe i think so yeah but things like access to like dev tools and things like that um wouldn't come with this i'm, I'm sure you know you'd be able to, to launch it but um, yeah there's just some nice integration points um yeah, it it feels very much like VS Code is like the target for Flutter development at the moment, and and Android yeah. Studio, but not not to not to as great an extent. Like it 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 feels like whenever the Flutter team does demos, they're always demoing stuff in VS Code because that's what they want you to use because that's the, yeah the best the best Flutter plugin is the one for VS Code at mm -hmm. the moment. Um, every every so often I switch to Android Studio for Flutter development. Um, because I'm like, let's see, let's see, see if it's yeah. see if it's good, and then and then I only have to because occasionally I do have to do some Android development um, at work because yep. we have yep. a couple of couple of legacy, so I have to have it installed anyway. So I'm like, well, if I've got it installed, like, might as well mm. use it every so often. But mm. yeah, it it very very quickly makes you realize how much you take for granted in VS Code. Yeah. Um, uh, so this month, I've actually I I had to write my first ever proper Flutter like plugin for for native um for a native component on iOS and Android. So I right. had to I wrote some Kotlin for the first time in my life. <laughs> like and and it's nice, yeah, isn't it? was, it's pretty nice. It's it's yeah. um I don't understand coroutines at all. Um, but luckily <laughs> I have colleagues that do. That I was kind of you know I I did that thing of like write something really naive and then get someone who actually knows what they're doing to look at it and go no that thing there that thing there and 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 fix my my code um but yeah it's a it's a very nice programming language but i have to say android studio drove me a little bit insane um when trying to trying to write stuff i i it's fine it's fine um <laughs> it's not awful i've used a lot you know i've used worse things but um I was glad when I when I hit when I hit save and could go back to VS Code. I I was much much happier. Yeah. yeah. What what was uh, what was frustrating about it in particular? Um, it it I don't. Do you know when it's hard to put your finger on a bit? It just it it felt. I mean, it was just it was a bit slow. I felt, um, or just a bit slower, I guess, you know, and, and to be fair, a lot of it is me being unfamiliar with it, it not being my, my daily thing to use. Um, just some things drove me mad, like the debugging, like I was running the app through um, through Android Studio to, uh, to, to debug it, and just stuff just really irritated me there. I just found the UI really kind of a bit confusing. I kept like restarting the app. I do this in Xcode as well, like the press the play <laughs> button, which rebuilds the thing rather than continues from a breakpoint. Drives me yes. insane. Um, but um, yeah, it, it, I just, I, 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 it just, it, 
it's it, sometimes software is you, you can't really rationalize it right it's just about the kind of yeah. the f- personal feel um but i i i didn't enjoy it i just didn't enjoy it, it and, and and like there's 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 quite a bit of like non because the ui is not native mac but somehow it feels worse to me than like vs code's ui um, mm. of, of like it just kind of getting in that uncanny valley uh, between almost being like a Mac UI and then not quite. And, yes. and yeah, I it's just it's all a little bit off for me. Like mm. I, yeah. I, um, I, I think I kind of felt the same as you. And what I have actually done a couple of times in the past is try to set up VS Code as an Android development mm. environment. Yeah. Um, that's worse. Don't don't <laughs> don't try and build I, an Android app in in VS Code. <laughs> kind, that's that would be my guess that you could kind of eventually do it, but it would be horrific. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, uh, you can write Kotlin absolutely mm. fine, but, you mm-hmm. know, yep. and uh, and and do all that stuff. But I yeah, mean, when I, I can't. To, but but well, one one can write Kotlin. <laughs> yes, people uh, who know what they're doing can write with Kotlin. The, yes. With the prerequisite of competence, one can write Kotlin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as soon as you want to like launch an app and debug it or, or do yep. anything like that, that uh, understandably the plugin ecosystem for Android development on VS Code is is very. Uh, very scarce because mm. all the Android mm. developers are just using Android Studio because why wouldn't you? It's got all mm. it's got all the stuff. Yeah. Um so it's it's kind of a shame. I I I'm always skeptical about these like tightly integrated first party development environments. Like I hate the fact that you have to use Xcode to build an iOS app and there's like no other way of doing it because they they yeah. kind of lock all the uh the kind of configuration yep. behavior yeah, behind yeah, yeah. these okay. non-human readable files that only Xcode understands. Okay, right. Okay, okay. Xcode. Yeah. Xcode. Okay, Xcode. right. So, so, <laughs> so, a- Android Studio, mildly painful. Like, yeah. like, just not familiar. A bit, a bit. You know. Rah. Oh my god. I've I've done a little bit of Swift before, but but not really. But um, um. Like, if anyone is listening to this who uses Xcode on a daily basis and writes Swift, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like, how, how, how do you, like, was there something broken with my Xcode? Like, like, it, I, <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, first of all, I, I got a new Mac uh, a couple of yeah. weeks ago, so I had to reinstall Xcode. I'm glad to see everything on the new M1 Mac is incredibly fast, but Xcode still takes approximately five days to install and always yes. breaks the first time. The first time you've got like like it just paused on the first go, and then like it and 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 I I imagine this is not the first of my rants on this podcast, but like <laughs> the the <laughs> the. the it, it it seems to inevitably the first time you try to install it, it um it just dies while it's installing. I then tried to reboot my Mac. My Mac was like, no, you cannot reboot. Xcode is still installing. So I was like, okay, great. Like, do you want to give me some kind of vague idea as to when it's going to finish? No, of course you don't. <laughs> um, and then, uh, then I, I I I tried to like you know run my uh, uh run my app on my phone so I connect my phone and then it's like. 
preparing Tom's iPhone for setup, like, you know, for debugging, blah, 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 for development, whatever. Um, okay, that takes quite a while. And then it's like setting up Tom's Apple Watch for development. And it's like, okay, great. I don't want to do any Apple Watch development, yeah. but and it, that apparently, like that doesn't show a progress bar anywhere that I could find. But it downloads like a huge like debugging like a gigabyte file in the background I discovered with no UI feedback whatsoever. And I happened to be on a bit of a slow internet connection. So oh, it, like, it just like took an hour. <laughs> like or something. I was like on a cafe Wi-Fi or something. Yeah. And but with no feedback. And like I you know, I looked it up on a stack overflow of like, what the hell is going on, please? Um and it just said, just wait. <laughs> Oh, just no. wait. That's no. not go and go and have a coffee. Do some meditation. Try to. That's calm not down. the answer you want. No. Are Apple are all <laughs> iOS developers just extremely zen about having I, to wait well, indeterminate I mean, amounts of time for things? If they are, I would like some of like their, yeah. their patience. Do, because... do none of them have deadlines? Or, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea, but. Um, but okay, fine. So right, okay. So install installation is a shit show, but then. Just the the editing process. Have you have you done any Swift development? No, I've literally like copied and pasted a method from Stack Overflow into a Swift file once, and that's that's the extent <laughs> right. of my Swift development. Yeah. So 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 um so you know I actually had to write some proper Swift, and and I found Swift as a language really nice. I, I like it. It's it's easy to learn. I got on with it fine, um, but. Xcode just got in my way at every available opportunity. The main number one thing is the uh, when it does code analysis to tell you if there are any errors, it takes seconds every time. So you oh. write some code and you have to wait, I don't know, maybe three seconds or something for it to like show you any I've just seen your eyes like <laughs> go wider you literally like you know with, with flutter you write some dart and if you misspell yeah. something it goes oh no red squiggly you've got an error okay yeah. oh yeah i'll go and fix that but like it, it, i'm not quite I, I guess just somehow in the background it's running like a i don't know a console command to like the swift compiler and then that is coming back with the errors but it, it takes what feels like forever particularly when you're, you know, mm. just doing rapid iteration tr or trying to, it just takes forever. And then, and then, like, oh, my God, like, some of the error messages it gives you when you've, when you've got, like, sent or, like, like, the wrong types. Like, I mean, I thought learning Finnish was cryptic. Like, <laughs> like, this is nothing compared to that. Like, like... <laughs> You're my Finnish colleague laughing in the background. Well, I've got a live studio <laughs> audience today. Um, <laughs> but like, like literally, like, like if you, uh, there was like, I don't know, something where I had like an int rather than a string. Yes. And, um, and, and, and like, it, it would just, and like there were like, I don't know, like seven parameters into this, into this object. And it would just be like, something is wrong on this line. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what. Like, uh. like. Something, you know, it was just like, it was like a guessing game. Like, it yes. was like literally like, hmm, something like typey. Something to do with types is a, <laughs> is a bit off here. You got a little like, typey like, problem there, yeah. Yeah. What? Hang on. What? Like, let's, oh, hang on. You've got your own microphone. There we go. We've got a guest up. Okay. That sounds like doing JavaScript. 
JavaScript. Oh no, yes. you've just said JavaScript on a on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, hang on, you're not very loud. Yeah, yeah. That's Get close to the mic. Get close to the mic. No, yeah. no, no. That's the front. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that's just like doing JavaScript. Yeah, it's, you have error somewhere. Just have fun defining finding out what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like eh, somewhere something. Yeah. Have fun. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was. It, it, it felt like that. Like even though it's a strongly typed language. Um, it was an absolute nightmare, and it was just like, um, sorry, sorry for taking the piss out of you for saying JavaScript. By the way, that's that's. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, and 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 like, hang on, how do I turn you up? I've no idea. Um, I, <laughs> I used to work in radio. I've no idea how anything works anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> level, such, such there we production go. quality. There we go. Hang on, I've turned you up. I think. Hello. Hello? Yeah. There yeah. we go. Lovely. Lovely. Um, Lovely. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it, it took me, it took me a while when starting to work in Finland to realize what people were saying when they referred to yera. Yera. Uh, can, you, can you say it properly? Just <laughs> yera. Uh, I, I seen the Finnish. Yeah. Yera. Yera. Yeah. I, I, I was like, what's the? Oh, yera. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, try yes. but uh, if I say Skype, well, Skype is quite easy, but uh, there, are, there are some really, really good ones mm-hmm. in, in Finnish that like. It's impossible to understand. Yeah. Well, like, um, like when people say flut, flutter, flutter, sometimes here, yeah, flutter. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm like, yeah. And like, I, I shouldn't be, I, I'm not, I don't want to be rude here. But well, like, well, the thing is that in Finnish, you pronounce everything literally as you write it. Yeah, I know, I know. So, yeah. so, so Which like, is the one easy bit of learning Finnish that's completely like, you know, phonetic. Phonetic. Um, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. So, so then we just You're pronounce everything. Yeah. Every English word doesn't just fanatic, fanatic. <laughs> yeah, I can't pronounce anything in English. But okay, like, you just pronounce everything as it's written. Written yes. so like Flutter, yeah, Microsoft, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes. Anyway, where was I with my sorry? Swift, uh, my Swift error messages. Swift yeah. error messages. Yeah, like it just like it was. It was like it was like a riddle. It was like. My first is in cake, but not in. I don't know <laughs> what even is that like. Um, you know, it was. It was like it, it felt like, like it felt like a crossword puzzle or something. It yes. was like 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 just not not telling me which parameter is wrong, not telling me what the right type should be. Like it was just yeah um, yeah. There is something wrong. <clears throat> so yeah. I, I think I think um, having looked recently a little bit into rust mm. um yep. rust what w- one of the best things about rust for me is that um the obviously the documentation for like actually how to write rust and how to use it is extremely mm. good and high quality um but the way that they kind of document and uh, and and think about error messages mm. is like since since I've seen how Rust does that, I have realized that developers have been putting up with like absolutely unacceptable levels of poor error messages for far too long. Okay. So Rust has um, a, a kind of I'm not even sure whether it's like a policy thing or whether it's just part of their culture. It's like if 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 you if if the compiler is going to throw an error of any mm. kind. Every single error that you could possibly get has like a properly written English description. An mm. example of how to fix it 
and a link to like further documentation. And awesome. there is a web page somewhere on the Rust website which lists every single compiler error that Rust mm. can ever throw with all the documentation and all the examples. And it's all written in like plain English. It makes total sense. It, it gives you like action steps for how to fix mm-hmm. everything. And mm. I looked at this and I was like, I've never ever seen error messages that are this high quality and there's no reason why error messages shouldn't always be this good. Yeah, so where where do you think Dart is along this kind of, you know, scale? I think Dart is good. I actually mm-hmm. think Dart is very good. Yeah. Um it I I very rarely don't know what to do about a Dart mm. error message. I yeah. think the um the 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 thing that I often struggle with is actual like Flutter framework error messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I th- I think that there is a, there is some work to be done there, but obviously there is a huge amount of complexity in what could go wrong when rendering That's, a Flutter yeah, widget. Absolutely, yeah. Um, which is which is why it's so hard to write a, an error message that is meaningful because mm. sometimes the error is uh, has occurred in a in a mostly meaningless way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so yeah i think i think dart itself has absolutely fine error messaging um but a lot of the time if, if i get like a rendering error in a widget i just have mm. to play around and guess and and see. yeah and it just it just comes with experiences like oh do i have to wrap this in an intrinsic in an intrinsic height widget yeah. that's that's usually the fix <laughs> yes yeah. Um, yeah or or something like that um but yeah, there's. The, but but, but I, Flutter I never suggests that, right? I've never seen Flutter go. Do you want to try an intrinsic kite like thing? No, here? Flutter um, never suggests yeah. that. It seems no. to sometimes know which widget is causing the issue, mm-hmm. but yep. doesn't like explicitly highlight it. You have to kind of figure it out like by yeah. by inference. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I I think I think there's work to do. Um, yeah. But. You know the, the 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 kind of fallback of just spitting out as much information as as the as the renderer has about what's gone mm. wrong, like mm-hmm. it's fine because it, you know the the information you need is there. I think yep. it's just the the yeah. work needs to be more about actually doing some of the work for the developers and figuring out what needs to change and what what steps you can take to resolve the error, um, and maybe documenting that. I think that would be really nice. That would be a really, really like meaningful upgrade in a future Flutter version. I completely agree. And it's, you know, I'm really glad to hear that you also kind of struggle with the error messages mm-hmm. because I kind of, you know, I, I've now been using Flutter. Uh, well, it'll be, it'll be, it's nearly my three year anniversary of using Flutter mm-hmm. full time. And I will still get, uh, you know, red screen of death and, and be like, yeah. What? What has caused it? Yeah, I have no idea. And and just confused, just like oh no, lunchtime. Yeah, <laughs> you know, walk walk away uh, from it for ten minutes and have a break. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, or just um, or just completely rethink the way that you've built this widget and start from scratch. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, but I but I do think you know that the it clearly is something that's very important to the Flutter team, and they have done some um, excellent work because actually this mm. week I was really impressed with an error message. Um, uh, well, it, I mean, it wasn't even an error message. So, so I I upgraded something on our Android, uh, like a, a native Android component, 
and tried to run the app, and Flutter gave me a lovely, friendly message going, hey, you're going to have to up your minimum Android SDK version. I've seen this one. Yeah. Really, really nice. There was an example. It pointed you to exactly where to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Just perfect. I mean, like, I was almost, like, it was one step away from just, like, going, shall I just fix this for you? (laughs) Um, Yeah. But, like, it was... It was just perfect. It was the perfect error message of just like, hey, hey, dude, here's the problem. Here's the solution. Have a nice day. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, get on with your life. Um, I was really impressed with that. And it was from the Flutter tooling and not Android. So, like, yes. the fact that they, they're doing that level of, of, of help. Because um, I do think that's one thing with Flutter. You know, it's winning so many platforms that I, you know, I do not know the Android build system very well. I've mm-hmm. never really done native Android development. So it's a bit of a black box of mystery for me. So when Flutter can help me out with that, that's just, that's awesome. Love it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, one error message that keeps coming up for me from from the Flutter framework that I feel like is probably just a relic of the, the slightly earlier days of Flutter is, is the one that's like, there's been a rendering problem. It might it might be a framework issue. Please file a book. Mm, yep. And I'm like, I've seen that many, many times and it's always been my fault. <laughs> yeah. And I think I it's think, yeah. They it's it's when like this removing that. I think it's when an assert is hit in the framework that doesn't have an error message it defaults to that. I think uh, is what happens. Um so but you know there are a lot of them and and yes. it's whenever you hit one that the kind of someone went oh no one will ever actually hit this one. <laughs> um and it does um I think that's the idea there. Um Yeah, but I've always been able to fix it by changing my code. Mm. Um, so it's have, clearly, yeah. Have, have you ever filed a Flutter bug when it says, please file a Flutter I've, bug? Has I've anyone ever, never, has anyone ever, ever done, that? done that? Well, I can, <laughs> I can imagine I can imagine some developers who yeah. are like, absolutely, they're wit- at their wit's end and they can't figure out what's going on. They're like, oh, well, mm. it, must, it must be a Flutter issue. Um, yeah. Like, in the early days of Flutter, I was definitely, uh, like, I, I definitely blamed Flutter for quite a lot of bugs that came mm. back from, yeah. from QA on my work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's just a Flutter issue. It's fine. They'll yes. fix it. They'll fix it in the next yeah. version, probably. Yeah. Um, although, often I was able to cite an issue on GitHub and they were like, mm. oh, okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. But that happens much less frequently now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And all the bugs are, unfortunately, my fault now. <laughs> uh, I, I hit a bug the other day in Dart itself, in like the generics of Dart. I know. I know. And and do you know when do you know how, when you have one of those bugs that makes you question the fabric of the universe? Like <laughs> you, you, you're, you're just like something oh like like my cpu is broken or something nothing makes any sense here yes um it was one of those bugs but but with always with those bugs it's something stupid you've done right yeah in this case no it was literally like it was and it's fixed now it was fixed in the latest dart update i believe but it was literally um i had some i had a method as an extension method on a class and moving it from being an extension method to actually being an instance method fixed it you know, and that it, that shouldn't happen, right? Yeah. If, if it's uh, it should just work either way. Um, I was just like, oh my god! Like I, I'm actually right this time that it is something really, really, oh, really basic. That's a um, that's a that's a nice feeling. It it, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. I was glad that I found the, the solution. Yes. The code was horrific, by the way. It was almost okay. unreadable. Um, it was just really, really. Written. 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was massively complicated, like a generic generic method. Um, yes. Of, yeah. Um, you know, they can just get complicated. Um, but the, this one in particular. Um, yeah. Um, I was <laughs> I was kind of amused that, that I actually found like a I've never found a bug in the programming language that I've hit before. Yeah, that's astonishing. I know. I was like, oh cool. my god. And I'm yeah, sure the team probably, appreciated it. It's probably a, it's probably a good like point that you're writing too complicated code when you actually hit bugs in the programming language. It's yes. Just, yeah. 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 Calm down. How far can you push it before it yeah. breaks? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, anyway, I think yeah. that yeah. that seems to be a good good spot to end for I agree. for this month's episode. Um, mm-hmm. We had we had an astonishing number of people listen to episode one, which was wonderful. So thank you <gasps> if you we, did do, listen. How, how yeah. many? I don't know. Do I have no idea how you? many. Uh, I'm, I'm, so, well, I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure. I'm a bit scared now that of, of like having told the uh, the story earlier. So, oh, no. so we had uh, 130 people approximately listen to episode one. That's, which that's is terrifying for for a brand new podcast. Is uh, yeah. is pretty good. So if That's, you did, if you were one of those wow. 130 listens, you are extremely appreciated. Um, Tom, where can people find you on the internet if they want to question you about your behaviour during the Footy Europe party? <laughs> no, I, I'm not on the internet. I'm, okay. not, I'm not available anywhere. <laughs> not, I, not anymore. I, <laughs> and I'm probably unemployed. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, at Tom Gilder on Twitter is probably the easiest place. G I L D E R because some people sometimes like spell it with a U, like the old uh, Dutch cards. Oh, huh. yeah, mm. nice. Fun fact, so, not a fun uh, fact. It's a moderately fun fact. Yes, yeah. or they can go to at Flutter Twattle We will confirm the pronunciation in episode three. Or change the name, <laughs> one of the two. Yes. yes, but where can people find you? On the, uh, I I am on I am also on Twitter. Uh, my username is Peter Bryant, but without any vowels in it. So Peter Brunt. <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't think ahead to having a podcast when you know. No. Never. I thought. <laughs> do you know? I'll never have to say this out loud. It'll be fine. <laughs> so it's it's P T R B R Y N T. Peter mm. Brunt. Lovely. So that's it. Thank you very much, everyone. See you next time. Thank you.